Hey everybody, welcome back to Six Pod, your Toronto sports podcast hosted by Jacob uh, and Simon. Happy July 4th to all of our American listeners. Um, hope the 4th has been uh, is, has been good for you and, and past week, uh, July 1st, Canada Day, um, here up uh, in the great white north so hopefully i guess everybody's had kind of a, a good start to their summer um jacob you've had a fantastic start to your summer um what uh what happened yesterday yes I mean, um i guess like the for me one of the biggest steps coming back from from covid is i got to i got the chance to to play baseball again yesterday for the first time in almost two years so that was that was awesome. It was great to be back out there. Great to have that feeling of you yeah. know a little bit of normalcy. You get to just play some baseball, fans in the stands. It was good. It was a good time. So happy to be back out there. Happy to have that you know part of life coming back. So now, if you like the level that you were at pre-COVID. Um, like how far back are you from that? Or are you not back at all? Like kind of where are you at just in terms of, because I, I know you've been training off, off season, but nothing replicates live beat, like even just live BP and stuff like that. So where are you at? And just in terms of like game readiness, I don't know. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, yeah, I think there are definitely a couple things i have to i have to kind of get used to again um yeah like ment- mentally it's kind of a it's it's a long time playing a double header simon i'm gonna be honest playing two games back to back i i kind of forgot how time consuming and and just like your whole day is is kind of gone and kind of trying to be locked in for like 14 or 16 innings however innings it may be especially um, as a pitcher too right yeah because yeah, that's you kind of you kind of lose a little bit of focus after a while, and then hundred percent. It's just it's just hard to get back into that in that sense. And on top of that, I'd say like the uh, the stamina of the arm is is still coming along. So a couple things there I got to adjust to. But overall, I think you know, kind of like riding a bike. Just get back out there, make sure you're healthy. Exciting, you know, exciting, yeah. exciting, exciting. Um, Jacob, some other exciting news. Um, sticking with baseball, is the Jays are going to be well represented at the upcoming All Star Game, which is which is super cool. Um, mm-hmm. Break that down for us here. Absolutely. So, yeah, this past week we had earlier in the week at least we had the starters um, released by the MLB, and then just today the reserves and the pitchers were released. So we now have the full team, the full picture right on time for the podcast. Um, so I'll just go over the AL and all starters and then just uh, quickly go over the rest of their rosters. And we'll talk yeah, about some of those Jays highlights. We'll talk about snubs guys that maybe shouldn't have made it, you know, uh, the of usual course. banter there. So yeah, garden with the AL infielders, 
Uh, we, you know, we got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. starting at first base. Right beside him, we have Marcus Semyon starting at second base. Um, and then going around the horn, we got um, Xander Bogarts at shortstop, Rafael Devers at third base, and we have Salvador Perez behind the plate with Shohei Otani DHing. And then in the outfield, um, we have Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, who is, yes, injured, and Teoscar Hernandez, another Blue Jay. So three J starters in the AL, two infielders, one outfielder. Um, yeah, it's just, it's awesome to see three guys that are having great years be recognized in this, in this light, right? So really looking forward to see how they represent the Jays. I'm sure it'll be fantastic, but looking forward to that game, uh, especially in the AL starter side. Um, moving over to the NL starters um, in the infield, we got Fernando Tatis at shortstop, Freddie Feeman at first base, Nolan Arenado at third base, Adam Frazier of the Pirates at second base, Buster Posey behind the dish, and no DH for the NL. And the outfielders for the NL are going to be Ronald Acuna Jr., Jesse Winker, and Nick Castellanos. So a couple reds in the outfield there. Yeah, Simon, those are the starters, and these are primarily fan-voted picks, right? So these are – it's it's a little – it's similar to the NBA in that sense where it's, it's primarily focused on the fan voting as opposed to players and coaches and things like that. So it's a lot of people do say it's a popularity contest because you look at someone like Mike Trout in center field. Yeah. Who's yeah. only played a month of baseball. Um, yeah. And yeah. His numbers are great. Yeah. He's a great player. He's just literally not playing right now. So it is a little bit of a popularity contest, um, but the reserves, however, are player picks for the most part so that's um that's pretty cool to see so in the al um american league the pitching staff is garrett cole lance lynn carlos rodon shane bieber shohei otani yes shohei otani is an all-star as a hitter and as a pitcher our oldest chapman liam hendricks matt barnes nathan Eovaldi. Kyle Gibson, Yusei Kikuchi, Ryan Presley, Gregory Soto. Those are the AL pitchers, both relieving and starting. Um, the AL All-Star Reserves, as I mentioned, are our player picks for the most part. And those are Mike Zanino catching, um, Jose Altuve, Bo Bichette, Carlos Correa, Matt Olson, Jose Ramirez, Jared Walsh, Michael Brantley, Joey Gallo, Adolis Garcia, Cedric Mullins, Nelson Cruz, and J.D. Martinez. So that's the AL. Um, full squad there. Um, pretty pretty stacked, if you ask me. It's There's a lot of firepower there. Um, I'll just quickly go over the NL, and then we can kind of dive in a little bit more. Um, the NL All-Star pitchers um, are as follows. Jacob deGrom, of course. Kevin Gossman, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, you Darvish, Craig Kimbrell, Josh Hader, Mark Melanson, Herman Marquez, Alex Reyes, Trevor Rogers, and Zach Wheeler. The reserves for the NL are JT Romuto, Ozzy Albies, Chris Bryant, Brandon Crawford, Drake Cronen, Jake Cronenworth, Eduardo Escobar, Max Muncy, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, Ryan Reynolds, Kyle Schwarber, Juan Soto, and Chris Taylor. 
Okay, a lot of names went through there. Um, what are your first thoughts? First uh, feelings, impulses? Happy with these lists? I know you're not huge on you know, all these names. So if there are any names you kind of need a little bit of a refresher on, more than happy. Uh, I want to just acknowledge um, and kind of recognize that like the Jays fans, because you just mentioned that it's, it's primarily fan voted, mm-hmm. voted for their players, for a team, that is not even playing in the country and hasn't played in the country in a year. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, it just kind of shows, I think that the passion behind the Jays is um, strong. And I think that's, that's super cool. I, you know, you think of, you know, I, I can think of some, some other markets and some other teams that if they, if their team had to like relocate, right. You know, how many fans would vote for their star, let alone three. Right. And mm-hmm. so we've mm-hmm. got three Jays starters and then we've got Bo Bichette. Um, Yeah. You know, you mentioned that I'm not, I'm super uh, in tune with <laughs> the long list, especially when we go outside of the AL. Um, but it seems like a, uh, like a, a really, really fun team. I, I do though, like, you know, Trout's injured. What's the point is m- kind of my question. Like, I, I don't, I don't really see the, the point behind that, especially since he's only played a month of ball. Wouldn't we want someone else there? What are your thoughts on? Yeah. Like, so, cause that is I a agree popularity with contest, like by, by definition, right. When you say. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, he's got great numbers this year and, but he's only played a month. Like you just mentioned, I think one thing that the MLB maybe could do better is taking like injured people off the finalists voting because because Mike Trout and Byron Buxton both had great months of April, but they haven't really played since April. Yet they're both on this, you know, MLB all-star mid-season voting system finalist group. And and I don't think that's really because they're still going to get votes because people love them, especially Mike Trout. They're still going to get those votes uh, regardless. So I think maybe the MLBs maybe can screen that a little bit better Sure, give them acknowledgement. You want to make them like an honorary member just so they have that extra all-star number beside their 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 name in that overall career, you know, accolades list. Sure, give that to them. But uh, don't give a starting spot to someone who simply won't be able to play, I think. Um, you can put them as reserves. Don't need to put them as starters. Unless, like, they played and then, like, they get injured, like, a week before. But if they played a third of the season... Yeah, that's what I mean. Absolutely- like, it's, like... It the the injury was like more on the on the front yeah. side, right? Yeah. Um. Well, what about you? Uh, are there any players that were either that either on that list that like you don't think have a, have a place to be, or um, and vice versa? And on the flip side, what players were left out that you felt should have ha- had a chance or at least some uh, a spot? I should say. Yeah, like to be to be honest, and I don't love that I'm saying this, but I think Gary Sanchez of the Yankees has been a little bit robbed. Um, he's been going pretty pretty crazy recently, actually. A um, bit of a bright spot with the Yankees, and I don't usually say nice things about the Yankees. I don't mean to, but I think that's something I 
would have expected. Um, yeah, not a lot of surprises on in, in total honesty. There may be a couple guys. There's always a couple guys that you can say like, oh, why didn't they make it? But at the end of the day, it's you're kind of splitting hairs when it comes down to those last couple reserves and and guys that aren't making it. And I think everyone that made it this year is, is deserving of it. So no one that I'm really upset about. There's maybe, like I said, a couple of guys that could go either way and I wouldn't really bat an eye, but yeah, good for those guys. It's great. Um, a couple first time starters this year, like Flatty, right? Like Simeon. So it's cool to see like kind of a new wave, new generation of, of players kind of start to take over that, you know, starting role every year, but there's always going to be Mike Trout there. So might as well. Always, even, there. even if he's injured, yep. still going to be, um, Mike Trout. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, like on that track of baseball, Jays have been they've been rolling pretty well recently. They um they took two or three from the 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 Rays this weekend, which was huge because the Rays are um the next team ahead of us in the AL East. Um, I think they're now. I think after today's game, they're four games up on us. But they were three going into today's game. So if they can start to trim that lead down by any means, um, love to see that. Pitchers are pitching pretty well. Like our starters are still giving it to us. Um, less bullpen blows, Simon, recently. There have been less bullpen explosions in close games, which have been, which has been nice to see. And I think that it, you can you know what it is. Here's what it is, Jacob. Here's my. What, what is it? I, is this, it George Springer? Be, no. No, I mean, yeah, I I think everything good and 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 pleasant in this world can be attributed um, attributed to no, but I think it's because our starters, aside from Ryu, which hey, he has not looked good um, these past couple of outings, but I'm not too worried about that, um, is that our starting pitching has gone deeper into games, right? which has allowed us to not rely on the bullpen as much, which allows us to use Romano more, which truly is our, our only trustworthy reliever, right? Mm -hmm. So we're not going to the bullpen. Um, uh, and, and man, like Alec Manoa, he can pitch like, like he looked fantastic. The oh, other. He had a great outing. He had a great outing on Friday. Seven so. innings pitched, three hits, 10 Ks, um, zero errors. Like he's like, he's good, man. He can, he can deal. Yeah. And Razor top team going, too. They're a top tier team. So insane, it's great man. to see. It's great to see. Uh, um, and it, and it really does change the, cause this is a crucial, um, couple of games coming up before the the uh the all-star break right so um we're heading on the road we have a couple of games against tampa next week um down there down and down yeah we do right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sorry i just i hate the jays playing at the trop it just it's depressing oh. and we never seem oh. to win there um <sighs> and so listen this they got the Orioles before that, so that's sorry, so sorry. that's good. So we'll definitely lose a couple of those games because that's just what the Jays do. Um, but nah, man, um, it's it's fun. I I like watching Jays games now. 
Um, I love that. For, love that. For a couple of reasons. I just know more because of this this show. And and B, they're just a fun team to watch, right? They are uh they're just they're just fun. Do you think um I guess we can kind of talk about this right now. Out of 10 and like 10 being like nuclear, meaning like you're you're trading Austin Martin. Um how crazy is this uh this trade deadline going to be for the Jays? Like how how crazy would you go? And like 10 10 is like Austin Martin and like maybe like I wouldn't even consider Alec Manoa like a prospect, but let's just say for that reason too. Let's say it's like those are the types of players you're looking to move. How 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 crazy? Cuz this team's flawed. Right? Like we need some better pitching. Um what are you doing here? If you're if you're Shapiro. That's a great question. Um so July 30, we have until July 30. So I think I think they wait to see how this next I think these next 2 weeks are pretty crucial um in terms of shaping the decisions and the moves that that the front office makes. I think if we have a good next 2 weeks, they're going to start being like okay, we're going to start going all in. And we're going into win now mode, potentially trading some guys. So I, everything considered, I'm going to say five. I think right in the middle because I okay. I truly do think this this there could be some crazy moves, but I also think they might not do much. But they'll do a little bit. But I think it could go either way. So I'm going to go right in the middle. I'm going to split the difference. Go five. How about you? What what are your thoughts? <laughs> Well, it changes things, right? Like, I don't, I don't know if it was like last episode or the episode before, but I made a proposal of trading Simeon at the at the. Yeah, and that, that was that was wrong. I don't think that's. I don't that think you should say. I don't well, think that's. I don't think that's wrong. Um, in this, in this, I get like I said, like I said last week, I understand. I don't think it was last. week. No, I think it was the week before, but I don't think I would have said that last week. But maybe, I think maybe did. I did. Probably. You probably something I probably would say as he gets announced as a as an all star starter. Um, twenty one home runs. Twenty one home runs. But if we're rolling, then because what I don't want is to is for us to do nothing and then we miss a wild card spot, right? And we just see you, Simeon. Have a good one. Have a have a nice have a good here. Pack your bags. Go sign your new deal. That's what I don't. Sorry, that's what I don't want. So anything to avoid that excites me. I don't like seeing talent like just walk away. I think that's like one of the biggest mistakes like free um, offices like front offices can make is just like not being proactive enough to like handle your free agents. Like either sign them or try to sign them or have a plan to sign them. Oh, I'm sure or, they'll try and sign or, him, Simon. I don't think that's deal. part of it. I no, don't no, think they're like, letting him walk But away. like, are we, are we, is are we going to be competitive right for us too? That's what yeah. I'm trying to say too. It's oh, like, absolutely it's got to be is. a two thing. But like what I'm saying is though, like, I don't want them to do nothing. I think that would be frustrating because I want, I want something. I either, either sell. And so we are just absolutely 
hook in next year because that'd be fantastic. Or we go for a little bit. And everything that I'm seeing right now, we're going for it a little bit. A little bit. I think five is a good scale marker. I don't think we need to like go nuts here. I'm not saying like this is our year. Like I don't think we're going to get like let's say it's 2015. Like we're not going to get price and too low. Um no, like, no, no, not, we're not doing that. You're right. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? Like we're not there. I think which, if they do get if they do do anything, it'll be for starting pitching, possibly relief pitching. I think they're going to try and I don't think they're concerned at all about the offense and and rightfully so. Body. Is he the problem? He might be the issue. <laughs> Again, just another Bro, I'm formal gonna del- apology. I'm going to delete that episode. I got to delete that episode. I think it's episode no, it's, two. It's, it's got to live forever now. We have to kind of own that bad take. It's just going to be part of our, you know, our villain origins. <laughs> the problem? Bro, in, in the title. It's episode two or episode three or whatever. Is Vladdy the problem? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, moving on. Stay, stay on the on the Jays uh, topic is there's some hope there. Oh, it's the first episode. Oh, it's our first episode. Oh you gotta no! Keep it. You gotta oh keep it. no! And again, Vladdy, we're sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, yo, Jacob, there is a good possibility that there may be some 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 Jays baseball heading Ooh. back over the border to. Toronto live sports um, in Canada. Some, not me. Some reporting um, that was done this past, this past day, really? It, well, I mean, Jacob, when did I say this? Did I say this a week ago? It was a week ago. Cause I knew we, it, I might've brought, I was going to bring it up in last, last week's episode. I gotta be honest, your timetable for, like COVID and sports has been pretty spot on because we were talking back. I'm pretty sure it was last fall or last winter. And you said by the end of the baseball season, like season next year, uh, fans are going to be in attendance in pretty well full force. Yep. And in yep. most of the States they are now. Yeah, absolutely. And in um, Canada, it's about to be. Mm-hmm. And so but even just this last, even last week, I heard through through a couple of people, and I hate that. I, I like I don't want to pretend like I have sources in the Jays organization. I don't. Um, I'm, I hate when when I hate when like podcasters or like bloggers say that, and like they don't. Um, but I did hear I did hear from a couple of people that the Jays were like actively working last week to like start getting their their work visas uh, aligned for a, a july 30th return um and what do you know just this past today that reporting kind of came out a little bit more present um and it really it does make sense like you know you're looking at it from like an optics perspective tampa is just coming to montreal 
Um, so there's sports in Montreal. The, the TFC is hoping to play a, a home game in at BMO in a week. It, it just let's go, you know, like, let's get going here. Um, it's already been approved by the municipal. It's been approved by Toronto, and, federal, approved and provincial by Ontario. And provincial, yeah. And, yeah. It's been approved by, by provincial. So as long as it's past Dougie, as long as it's past Dougie, I think, we're, I think we're flying, um, which is super, super exciting. I think this team deserves to have a couple I like. I need. I deserve to see a Vladdy home run in person. Oh man, I I cannot wait for the first like not even Vladdy home run, just home run. Any, 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 any like the first home run, the first hit, Ryu? the first strikeout. Pitching? Like I think I and I and I know we say this about the Raptors a lot, but I think it's true that like obviously biased. Toronto sports fan here. I think that having Toronto fans in the stands for any Toronto team just pushes that team. Like just no nope. elevates. Yeah. We would have been NBA puts champions. The wind last in the year. Sales. We would have been 100%. NBA champions. 100 percent Kawhi would be coming back this year. Yep. Yep. Um yep. But anyways, I think the Jays and just like I just think that atmosphere at the Rogers Center is gonna be fantastic and it's gonna push these this already good team like up just another level so oh i'm so man. fired up i'm man, so Vladdy's, fired up body is gonna be like i don't know people are gonna be like welcoming Vladdy back when like remember when people were chasing Kawhi down during like his contract talks in uh 2019 i think it's gonna be like that people are gonna be just all over him everywhere he goes so he parties too eh? like he's a huge club guy in in i mean so what are you going to do, right? Um, listen, Jacob, is there anything else that we need to talk about? Um, about um, the Jays? No, no, no. I don't no. think so. Uh, I don't think so. I think we covered it. Um, yeah. And Fun team NBA to watch. Playoffs. So if you're not watching them, watch them. But yeah. NBA playoffs, Simon. NBA finals. Who do you have? Who do I have? Yeah. And who do I want to win? Are, two different are those things. two different answers? They're two different answers. So you think I despise Milwaukee... the Bucks. I despise them. I, I hate know. them. I know. I know. But they're going to win. Is it really it's, just because of Giannis? Gonna be. No, it's because... <coughs> Sorry. Yes, they have Giannis, who is just a force. And I hate that he is, but he is a force. <laughs> Offensively, they also have Chris Middleton, who is a bucket. That guy scores and scores and scores. Defensively, they have some just stoppers. They have Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker and Giannis. I know I said Giannis already, but defensive player of the year, Giannis. So they have three outstanding outstanding defensive talents. And then they have two very, very, very high-end scorers. Not not top tier scores, but high end scores, and then around them they have people that just kind of fulfill the need where it needs to be met. They got role players like Pat Connaughton, uh, something like Brooke Lopez that just happen to be right place, right time, doing what they need to do. So I I truly don't think like, and they've picked the perfect year to kind of make this run because all the injuries, 
Um, they're that one team that's managed to stay healthy as a contender. Yeah. Well, all the other, well, he'll be fine. He'll be back for sure. Um, you think so? All the other, yeah. All the other contenders have been like Lakers, Clippers, uh, Nets. Um, that's it. Yeah. Sorry. Those were all the contenders besides the box. Um, and I guess the 76ers, but everybody went down. I mean, everybody went down, bad, so, but at the end um, of the day, they're, they're making the most of it. So, so you, you got to do, you think, I, want the I just want to be clear here. I just want to be clear here. You think the bucks are going to win, but you want the Suns. Yeah. hundred percent. I think I just, I'd I like, the bucks I'd are... like to see Chris Paul get a, get a ring. I think that'd be fun. You don't, yeah. I know you don't really like him. I don't love Chris Paul either. I think he's, I think he's good. I like Devin Booker. He's he's a bucket too. Um, I like I don't yeah. know. I just like that team. Like it's it's a good team. Everyone does their job. They're not like they're not super flashy. They're not gonna overwhelm. That's what I mean. Like they're just talent. kind of chilling, right? Yeah, and they've 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 again another team that's picked a great year to make a just, a run like this. Just, um, and they're not the Bucks. That's that's a that's I think the, the most Bucks. appealing quality about that them is, to you. That is sure. the most appealing quality for sure. But like, yeah. Um, I'm not super invested in this finals, if I'm being honest. Um, it just doesn't, and I, I know this is going to sound like I'm, I'm hating, but honestly, it just doesn't feel like a real NBA finals this year with all the injuries that happened. Like it just, Ooh. Ooh. It, I'm serious. It just doesn't feel like it was completely. Dude, how can and you I know, say that? How okay. Can, okay. 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 I know you're going to say, are you going to say, yeah, but the Raptors won in 2019 with Kevin Durant. That's one and injury. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm on the Raptors. Like, I'm a firm believer that injuries are part of the game. I don't think it takes away the validity of a of a of a ring. Do you? Like, what do you? You can't. I know. Yeah, I know this sounds hypocritical. Going, I know this sounds hypocritical. I know it does. It, it, it one not, injury sound. No, listen, it is listen, 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 listen. One injury compared to nine injuries of superstars, like of stars. Okay, stars. Let's let's just list people that have been out of this playoffs: Anthony Davis, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. Um, Kawhi Leonard, my goodness, Kawhi Leonard. Those names alone, alone. Those names alone are enough to kind of say the top talent in the NBA is not in that final picture. When you're missing the top, oh, okay. Talent, so from like a competitiveness level. Yeah. from a like a competitiveness standpoint. Yeah, so I'm not saying like okay. I'm not saying that it's not completely valid. Yeah, it'll still be a trophy and at the end of the day they still they still have that championship. I'm just saying it just doesn't feel to me like every other playoff run we've seen in the past. Even last year, like we got to watch a healthy Lakers team, a healthy Clippers team. Um we saw a healthy Clippers team get upset. Love that. By a healthy Nuggets team. Jamal Murray's out again this year. Okay, we got to see a healthy Celtics team last year. We did not see a healthy Celtics team this year. Jalen Brown was out. Okay, then the list goes on. Like, we got to see healthy matchups. He sure was in the bubble. Healthy matchups. You can talk to Stephen A. Smith. He thinks this year 
is more of an asterisk than last year. So I'm not the only one who holds this opinion. It's just, it doesn't feel the same without having the top tier players be at their best in the playoffs or even play at all. Sure. It's sure. It's hypocritical, but it's not, it's not, it's a a little, it's a little hypocritical, Mm. but yeah, it's a Homer pod. At the end of the day, I'm I'm just, I'm just going to say how it is. No one's going to not the, (laughs) um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I honestly really kind of stopped and you're probably you're probably in the same position that I am after the Nets got out. Yeah. Yep. Um yep. stopped caring. Because I wanted to kind of see them for different reasons. I know that you wanted to see Harden get a ring. I just thought they were just a really good, fun team. And we've already talked about kind of what what yeah, please what went wrong. And and I know I don't want to reopen uh that wound. Um but Jip, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on, Simon. Um, look quickly. I don't see this game going. I don't see this series even going more than five. I think it goes five no. max. Uh, so. I, I, I may put money on the Habs tomorrow or tonight for tomorrow's game for one reason only. Nice Two reasons, out. actually. Pardon me? No. Is well, a, I haven't looked at the I haven't looked at the line yet. But I think that the Habs will I think the Habs can claw a win out against against Tampa. And I'm I'm a firm believer. And I don't want to I don't want to imply that I think Tampa is gonna throw the game tomorrow because I don't think they would do that. But I know for a fact they want to win at home in front of their fans. And Tampa tried to get the government to like provide them like a like a like a, a temporary like pass into Canada for them like and it would just be like a charter for like their family, like their wives and their kids and their parents and stuff. Nope. Canada said no. So I I I think I think it's gonna go to five for that reason only if it was going to go to five there's absolutely no way the habs are winning this series quote me mark it down there's absolutely no way the habs say that's easy to say when it's 3-0 no the habs are the luckiest team that i've ever seen the luckiest team that i've ever seen and you know what this is great this is great because this could not be worse for this organization because it's taught this organization, it's telling them all the wrong things. Jacob, the Habs would not have made the playoffs these past four seasons if we were in the regular, um, in the regular playoff. Point. They're the only team. They're the only team in the playoffs that had a losing record. So next season, when we're back in the good old Eastern with Tampa, Boston, Florida, the Leafs, 
There's absolutely no way they're making the playoffs. But but the organization is going to look at this as, oh, we're doing the right thing. So Bergevin is going to get a lifetime contract. They're going to keep Josh Anderson at 5.5 for like the next 12 plus years. It's not 12, but it's going to feel like that. And so there, this is good. This is good. I'm not, I'm not, I, you know what? Screw it. I am. I'm a salty Leafs fan who really is mad at the Leafs, but I'm projecting, but I, I don't think this is going more than five. Carrie Price has looked awful. Have well, you watched it, again? Any of the games? It's, it's no, it's yeah. I watched a little bit of game two. Um, yeah, I it just hasn't been as interesting to me because of the the state of the series right now. Like, I don't know if if the Habs had at one point made it close. Yeah, I'd, I'd tune in. But where's um, the segment for next week, Jacob? We're going to propose three rule changes to the Leafs. Uh, sorry, to the to the whole league. To the whole league. No, but like the whole thing. Like you're Gary Bettman. For 24 hours, you get three things that you're going to do. We're going to do that next week. And I, and I have three things that I want done. So we're going to do that next week. Um, but yeah, this has been an awful series. It doesn't even feel like the cup. Um, Tampa, uh, Tampa's a, a wagon. They look fantastic you literally play any type of hockey against them and they go yep sounds good we'll play like that like kucherov is disgusting the like he's just having another 30 point playoffs he's he's gross vasilevsky gross yeah so what i'd like to they're point out that i i picked this team to win over the cap what i like to point that out that i picked this team to win I just like to point that out. Yeah. Continue. No, it sounds good. I does that con does that kind of like cover up the whole Vladdy trade proposal or or where I think that, so. I think that and I don't think it does. I, mean, I don't think it does it. No, I actually don't think that at all. I don't think anything you can say will redeem that. Uh, um but yeah, there is there isn't really much else to say. It's pretty boring. Congrats to Tampa. Um, Kucherov's a sexy Russian machine. Um, and half that team's from Quebec. I think it was like 20 players are from the, from Quebec. In Tampa. No, so it's not like 20 players, bro, bro. It's like 50 players. Yeah. No check. We'll look it up. Okay, we'll look, we'll it, look up it up after. We'll look it up. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyways, Jacob, let's finish off with, because I think this is our last kind of story segment, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, a really controversial um, story that kind of has transcended popular culture and sports and media and politics and policy. And those stories are really, really fun, I think, to talk about because it, 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 it can produce and generate really meaningful dialogue and it has this past week. It's, it's been great. And I actually think that the breaking of this story, I think it happened um, four days ago. This story broke on the first. I've, my opinions have changed. So this is good that um, I've had a little bit of time to kind of think through this and, and 
establish kind of what 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 is what what has happened here. And so just to recap, um, Shikari Richardson, who is uh, an elite track star for the, for the United States, um, recently very like blew out blew out people yeah. at the trials, right? Like yeah. blew out, like not even like funny. Um, and like talented, 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 talented. And, um, a story came out uh, on the first where, um, sorry, I just want to, before I release 10.64 seconds, a hundred meters. That's crazy. 10.64. That's nuts. Fast. Um, yeah. I mean, I could probably beat her if I stretched, but um, yeah, fast. Maybe. No. Yeah, I just need some stretching there. I am, <laughs> um, as I said, I'm not the athlete anymore. No, continuing on though, um, Shikari Richardson tested positive for THC, weed, weed use. Um, and as a result, the United States Olympic Committee Committee um it's facing a 30-day suspension um which means that she won't be able to run the 100 meter where she did very 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 well in um and yeah that's kind of where we're at she has come out to uh she's come out um publicly to apologize to you've been extremely transparent and accountable I, kn- I knew the rules i knew it was wrong and i'm sorry but as i said there's a lot of kind of sides to this jacob where are you at with this yeah point so- blank point blank point blank does she should she be suspended Let me explain. Let me explain my my reasoning. Okay. Yes, she should be suspended. But here, okay. here, hear me out. I don't believe she should be suspended because of the the act. I don't think what she did should be grounds to suspend you. However, if she knew, which it sounds like she does, that this was a rule, and she knew that, says said she did. If she knew this was a rule, if you want to compete at this level and you need to follow these rules and you know this, then this, this is, this does fall on you, right? At the end of the day, this does fall on you. Whether or not the rule is, is valid or the rule is stupid. That's not really for us to say at the end of the day, she knew the rules. She did the crime, not the crime. She, she did the, she, she she, there's she consequences with actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are consequences no, with actions, yeah. especially when yeah. you know that this yeah. is not allowed. So, yeah, yeah like I, I, I don't love that she can't run because, again, she's so talented. But you, you just have to follow the rules if you want to be put in that situation. And, and it wasn't like it's an unfair, unreasonable of, of this U.S. Olympic Committee. Like if, if this was just in a contract or in something she signed or something she knew she had to follow – then like, seriously, she's the only one at fault here. Okay. 
whether or not the rule is stupid, I, I personally don't think that's that's something you need to be suspending athletes over. No, I, 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 I'm with you on that. There are two separate discussions that have to be had when it, when talking about the situation, there is the should THC and weed be um, classified as a, as a performance enhancing drug or there on the, on the other side, there is did Richardson break the rules and she did. She knew the policies as Mm -hmm such in which she has she has said multiple times like this is very 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 clear she understands that she was wrong but what, what i think is really kind of frustrating people here is that common sense is is just kind of not i don't think at play from the policy perspective right like wh- where she was training it was legal the usada which Singles out three reasons, Jacob, why cannabinoids are banned. Okay. So the first one is that athletes can endanger themselves or others because of slower reaction times and poor executive function and decision-making um, as well as marijuana. This is a quote can be performance enhancing for some athletes and sports discipline Two, the use can be illicit of drugs that are, are harmful to health. And three, it is not consistent with the athlete as a role model for young people around the world. I don't think any of those three reasons apply here. First, the point about that it can be uh, endangering to others, to other competition, that's not what she did. She didn't, it it even mentioned in, in the statement that, the U.S. Olympic Committee released that said that her use was not related to competition at all. So that's been acknowledged. Two, there's very little research, if any, that links like THC use to performance enhancing. I yeah, agree. I, I, I haven't heard if, that much. So yeah, yeah, I I have. Um, okay, it's it's not. It, okay, it relaxes your body, I guess, for like maybe recovery. Um. And three, I think the role model, you know, moral high ground, you know, rebuttal is, I think, a little weak, too, especially with like how society has changed the view of THC use. Right. Like it's over like 20 states in, 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 in the United States that, that are illegal right now. So I, I agree she should be banned because she broke the rules, but I don't agree with the rules. If that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. But another thing uh, that I, I didn't know, and thank you for bringing it to my attention, but that when she did use it, she was in a country or a, a sorry, a state where it was a legal. State. Yeah. So that makes it a little Oregon. more frustrating. She was in Oregon. She was training in Oregon mm-hmm. um, and it's, and it's legal in Oregon where she competed and was training. Yeah. So that's too bad. That is too bad. But at the end of the day, you know, the governing authority you have to answer to is not the state of Oregon. It's the U S Olympic U S whatever. Yeah. 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 So it sucks. Like it really does suck. And I, I, I wish we could. I actually wanted to see her compete. 
That's uh, yeah. I really wanted that to event see too. Compete. That's like the event to watch at the yeah. Summer Olympics, right? Yeah. The hundred meters is yeah. what everyone waits for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she's pretty young though, right? Like I think she's like yeah, she's our age, I think. Yeah, of course. Everyone's everyone's our age or younger now, Simon. Everyone yeah. who's good at something. We're, is we're getting uh, old heads here, Sherman. Man. Uh, cool. All right. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, everybody, we, uh, we appreciate it. Um, we'll be back at it next week with, uh, with another episode. As I said, we'll be talking about what we would do if we were, you know, Gary Bettman, who is the commissioner, uh, for the NHL. So we'll propose some, some things that we would like to see implemented in the league and, uh, I, I'm sure some other relevant things that, that will happen in the Toronto sports sphere, but, uh, again, thanks for listening and we will see you or see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks.